Welcome, Welcome to Fridge Buzz. So Dancing with the Stars season 32 has started. This is a big deal in, in our houses with a bunch of reality stars, really. Mostly reality stars, which... It's not even reality stars. It's social media stars. Or which social is really, media, yeah. Which is really um, irritating for some reason. It is really irritating. I think it's because we don't know who they are. Well, we don't I don't know who anybody. they are and how come that's a thing? Like, how that's, come a thing that's a now. thing now. It's the new celebrity. It's... it's, it's is on your phone. We're very into it. And and I've got my seven-year-old very excited when the new episodes come out. And Cody told me the other day, it's brainwashing. And it's like, well, is it? Is it brainwashing when I walk by every morning and go, oh my God, a couple days to the newest episode of Dancing with the Stars. If it's brainwashing, it's like, I have to tell you, I can't watch Wish and Poof anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have listened or watched that show on Prime, Wish and Poof. It, the singing is so bad. Yeah. So, so bad. Like, I'll beg my kids, please pick anything but Wish and Poof. Yeah. You know how Netflix occasionally gets rid of shows? They should get rid of yes. Wish and Poof. Well, that's on Amazon Prime. Oh. So I watched Dancing last night and one of the dance I haven't finished it, but one of the dances was from that guy on Housewives, that Mauricio something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was awful. I had to look away. I had to look away. If you're an audience member at home and have to look away, that means it's not going well. Yeah. For that dancer. Yeah. I like when those mistakes happen. That's the exciting stuff. Yes, because it's live. Seize the night. Here's something. Last night's chili. Okay. I haven't made chili very much in my mom career. Maybe twice. And last night was the second time. The first time I nailed it. It tasted good and I was surprised because I didn't even want to eat it. But I know I got to get make chili because you can shove a bunch of stuff in there that the kids probably won't even eat. But you know what I mean? Anyways, I like... Bust my ass over chopping all this stuff. Make the chili. Let it let it simmer for a couple hours. We sit down at the table. I get my first spoonful. And in my head, my first thought is, I can't taste anything. I, there's no taste. I didn't say anything. So I like douse it in salt. And then we're halfway through the meal and Pia won't even eat it. My, my five-year-old won't even touch it. But my seven-year-old Presley, she, she'll, she'll eat it. But halfway through, she's like, don't worry, Pia, just try it because you can't even taste anything when you put it in your mouth. And that's when I broke. I went, yeah, I don't understand what happened here. There's like no taste. I don't taste anything. I literally thought to myself and my family, do we all have COVID? Why can't I taste this chili? Yeah. Chili is something you should be able to taste. Yeah. So I don't know where I went wrong in that recipe. No spice. You had no spice. But I, I put spice in. So I don't, I really don't know. I maybe not enough spice. Maybe it was the can of tomatoes was bad. It wasn't like a good brand. I, don't, I really don't know, but I didn't nail it. And I was like really upset because I made such a big batch. Yeah, I have to tell you, you you buy Unico. Unico? I and well, I had them. Uh, Those are terrible yes, tomatoes. And, they, and that's what I used in that yeah, batch. Yeah, really bad. So listener, our mom will go to the Italian grocery store every once in a while and buy us a case of canned whole tomatoes. And Itali- they're the best. Italissima. Yeah, Italissima. No, I think mom said Italissima. Well, whatever. They're the best. They're not watery and they're very tasty. And when you have that kind of quality canned tomato, it's hard to go back to whatever superstore is selling. Yeah. So I had that in my cupboard last night, so I used it. But there was no, I'm telling you, it tasted like nothing. Tasted like dirty water. Like there was no taste. Yeah. I have a big batch of that frozen in the freezer now. Yeah. And now when I go in a couple months and I pull it out, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, this is the chili with absolutely zero taste. Yeah. So my husband, Sean, makes an excellent chili. He really has mastered chili. It's delicious. It's spicy. It's sweet. The kids love it. The only thing is the chili that he makes also tastes exactly like the 
pasta sauce that he makes. Yes. There's really it's it's indifferential. It's like it's like it's like no, no, he makes like word? a ragu. No, no, yeah, like what's the it's it's the same consistency for the pasta sauce and the chili. It's the same. It's the same. They're interchangeable. Can I, can I just say ragu? That name is off putting to me. I don't want a ragu sauce because yeah. of the name ragu. Pointless drivel. Here's something. We're stay-at-home moms. I've been a stay-at-home mom since I had my first daughter. She's seven now. This is what I've been noticing about this transition now that my five-year-old has started full-time school. When I when people, like, whether you're talking to them at the school or if I'm at a random massage appointment or whatever, I'm getting this comment a lot. Oh, are you going to pick up some hobbies? What are you going to do with your free time? Are you going to, like, what are you going to start? What are you going to, what are you going to learn? And it's just so kind of strangers to really care about this quote unquote free time that I'm going to have. They're so worried about how I'm going to use it. Yes. They, they want to make sure I'm using it wisely. Yes. Uh, it's so thoughtful of, of, of acquaintances to care it's about my spare thoughtful. time. Very thoughtful. Um, and so when I'm asked if I, I'm going to pick up a hobby, I think, well, I have this very popular podcast yeah. that I post once a week. Um, I record it, then edit it, and then I post it. So I don't know what free time you speak of. How kind of these acquaintances to care about yeah. my free time? Yeah. Do you find that that's being asked of you? You, sh- you should just be like, what are you doing with your free time? What do you do with your free time? Are, I don't are you going to pick up a hobby? I don't have that experience because I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to talk in my massage. How about that? I don't. The blood was rushing to my head and I didn't want to talk. I'll probably never get a massage again, but that's a story for another podcast. Anyways, moving on. Larry David. Out of the two of us, who is more like Larry David? You or me? Who is most like I think Larry I'm David? most like Larry David. Okay, I was going to say, I think I'm most like Larry David. No, you're mo- more like Elaine. You've got that um, sort of bite to okay. your personality. Wit? A sharpness. A wit? A sharpness. A sharpness. Oh, sharp. I don't know. I Whenever I say I'm like Larry David, my husband tr- burns me. And says, I just think I am, or I just want to be like him. So it's hard for me to, to, to say that objectively. Uh, okay. I, I think between the two of us, I feel like I'm more like Larry David. You are a social assassin. Not, not, I don't like that, but I don't accept that as something about my personality. But what are the things that you think make you like Larry David? Um, just how I view social, specifically social interactions and what I won't do in the name of, uh, you can't make me. Right. And um, I think you're more pressured by, you You feel you uh, succumb to social pressures more, making you less like Larry David. Um, yeah, I, I'm a people pleaser. So yeah. it's everything I can do in my 40s to get out of that. Yeah. People pleasing. Yeah, I would like to, I would like to not be a people pleaser by the time I'm 45. I was called a people pleaser by a music friend years ago, and it was the biggest insult of my life. Yeah. And we've had some bad insults. Yeah. Sharing a brain and so many more. Yeah. But I've never been more insulting than when someone told me I was a people pleaser. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Please this. (laughs) Do you care what people think? I I suppose I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think we all do. I do too. The impression I leave on people is important to me. And in, 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 in because it's so important to you, you want to make sure they leave feeling like you've took care of every single need they had. <laughs> Even if it's a passing by. You good? Anything? Can I go to the store? You need some chicken? Do you yeah. need some chicken breast? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you're speaking, you're talking about an experience. Actually, my, my husband offered that. Yeah. I'm to just a going to the store. Would you like me to pick you up some chicken? I'm breast? going to Costco. Do you need anything? Oh, you need chicken? Sure, I'll get you that chicken. You don't, you, let me tell you something. You don't go to Costco and ask someone if they need anything because you know what they're going to tell you? Yes, they do. I know. Someone always needs something from Costco. Absolutely. It's like, oh, you just pick me up toilet paper? Yeah, no problem. That fits well in the cart. Peach schnapps. I read this thing. Things introverts love. Canceled plans, solo activities, rainy days, deep conversation, daydreaming, text messages, recharging, home introspection. I read that and I went, oh, I'm an introvert. Yeah. I could probably read one of these things on an extrovert and be like, oh, I'm an extrovert. When I read this, I went, canceled plans, that one pings out at me. Mm -hmm. I do love canceling a plan. Like I do get some weird satisfaction over canceling a plan. Like I, I somehow got away with going and not going. I mean. It's October. Halloween's coming up. It's the next thing that the kids are looking forward to. Over the weekend, we went to a Halloween costume store. Party City. Party City. When you go to Party City, they walk up and they um, they blow up these normal balloons. They put helium in it. So they so they ha- the kids have to hold on to it because if you let go, it'll fly to the ceiling. Point is, we're walking around the store and this balloon keeps bopping me in the head everywhere we go to the point where I start fighting with it. And I said, if you bop that in my head one more time, I'm popping it. <laughs> that balloon then came home with us and continued to bop me in the head around the house. And I said, if this balloon doesn't go downstairs, I'm popping it. And then it went downstairs. And the next morning she came, Presley came for breakfast. She went downstairs to get her balloon. She came to the kitchen and bought me in the head. I said, Presley, I didn't even have to say it. She knew it. So I just want to say thank you to the employees at Party City for giving my kids a balloon that continuously bopped me in the head for two days. So irritated. So, you know what I'm telling you? I'm telling you if there was a hidden camera on how many times that thing hit me in the face. I don't know what is it about helium balloons or like if it's like static electricity. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed off at this balloon. They're still in my basement. Show business. I bought a new Christmas wreath from HomeSense. That's really, thank you. It's exciting. <laughs> and I'm going to put it on the inside of my door <laughs> because it's sparkly and gold and beautiful. And I'm going to put it on the inside. Yeah. Difference being not on the outside. Isn't, does anybody else think about these things? Like, are you looking around your house sometimes and thinking, how could I decorate differently this year? I skip back past Halloween. We never can hang on to our Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Christmas, I like to decorate. Where it's October, first week of October, and we're talking about Christmas. Like, I can't. Riveting stuff over here, folks. I bought a jogging suit. Oh my God. Yay. A leisure suit? A leisure suit. Did I? I feel like I inspired you for that. I've been trying to up my leisure suit game. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to um, try and be that woman who wears a one color jogging suit. Like matching. Like uh, yeah. you you can still look put together. Yeah. But with big gold hoops. And your and hair done and makeup done. J-Lo vibes. And um, when I eventually can get my nails done and be fire. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think fake long sparkly nails really... They really add value to the leisure suit look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's get to the bottom of it. So we're going away soon. Yeah, I love these last minute plans. Cause sometimes it's like, should we go away? Yeah, so we just just decided one night we're going to go away a couple nights. But the funny thing is, is picking your room. And when, uh, you're, share, when, you're, renting, when you're renting a vacation home with 
a couple other families. Yeah. It's an, it can be an issue. Yeah. So we're looking at the pictures and things you have to pay attention to small details. Like you do. this is what, where you I do. become a bit like Larry David, I think. I agree. I agree. Because you have to, upon first glance, the pictures can look okay. And then you have to look closer. It's like, wait, that is on the main floor. So your, your, let me just preface this. We were looking on Airbnb together. And I have to say, listener, when you watch Courtney search through Airbnb, like go through the photos, it's so hilarious because how what her mind is doing is like jumping into the photo and finding things you would never notice, like never consider. She's trying to find the scams and the lies in the photos. <laughs> Like I've looked at, I've looked at rooms with her at different vacation spots where she'll like point out that this is a hallway. It's not actually a room. There's no door. Like, and I would have never noticed it, but thank God she sees it that way. Anyways, it's hilarious. So carry on. Yeah, No, that should just be like the fun thing you do one night is look at pictures of Airbnbs. Like this always gets me navy blue sheets. You couldn't pick sheets that show more skin flakes. Or, or when people have like plaid. Because it's like cozy cabin. No thanks. Stop with your plaid quilt. Because guess what? I know that's not going in the washer. Yeah. And let me tell you something. If it's white, at least we know there's the option of them pouring in some bleach. Yes. The option is there. Yeah. So we're looking at this house and your family is going there a night before. So you have first dips. And I, I got to let it go because... <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, I there isn't enough of a there isn't a wide enough angle on the room that I could possibly get, and I I can't tell. But what I did, <laughs> the room I initially called, which I don't think we'll get this now because you're going there first, is I think it's on the main floor. Now, does that make sense? No. But the the, the point was you called that first. I did, and then I was like, fine, I get the room that with the pink comforter. Yeah. And then you re- you later regretted it. I did because you because you discovered that the yellow room, we'll call it the one that you called first, was on the main floor, which was beneath your standards. You have to look at these pictures sometimes and be like, wait a second, zoom in. Why is that? That looks like a basement room. Yeah, you it have doesn't to, specifically say. You have to look at the window height of the. Where is it on the wall? Yeah, what is out the window? What's out the window? Sometimes you have to compare to different pictures. If the oh, window's super high, you're in the basement. You're but in the they're basement. Gonna, they're going to write. Lower level. Lower level. I'm on to you. I'm on to you. So anyways, we're going to go away soon and I'm not really sure which room I'm getting and it's hard for me to be zen about it, but I'm going to try very hard to be zen about it. And it's, can I say, no matter what room you get, I feel like you're not going to sleep very well. No, I won't. No, I won't. I, I have a real, everybody's like, I love hotel rooms. No, I really don't. No, I know. We, it's, it's fine. It's exciting to go away, but it's just the room situation is like, it's so, it's exciting to go away. And when you're away, it's all very exciting until... You have to go to bed. No, I know. I know. And then I that know. moment you're like, well, why am I even doing this? Why do I even do this to myself? Yeah. I just, I don't know if other, everybody, everybody else is like this. Like, do you get very stressed out about which room you'll be in when you go away? Like, why is it just me? Like, we've looked through places and I've sent you screenshots and I've been like, I call this room and it's like the scariest, <laughs> scariest. <laughs> I know the vibe. You have to go over the tiniest little photo and be like, what's the vibe? What's the lighting? Does it look clean? Is it spidery? Is it spidery? Is it spidery? It can't be spidery. Yeah, it's spidery, dim, no airflow. What is the color of the carpet? What? What? How did they make the bed? Did they make the bed like it looked like a five-year-old made it? It's, you're telling your story. Stop. Yeah. And you especially were making comments if you saw a throw blanket nice, yes. nicely folded on the bottom of the bed. You thought you felt it was cleaner. Yeah, it does. Somebody knows how to make a bed properly. Yeah. It matters to me. Yeah. The, the fact that the sheets are the comforter in the, in the room I initially chose looks sort of white with some florals. 
said to me, perhaps the undersheet is white. The fitted sheet is white. Let's Does that go. not matter to people? And then you, you zoomed in and you noticed you were by a sliding glass door. Yeah, and you so didn't, that's, that's a con. That's a con. That's a con. It's a con. Are I don't want to be by a sliding glass door. Yeah, I won't be able to relax. I, I feel like that sliding glass door falls under the category of spidery. Uh, it's not even spidery. It's just, I don't, I don't love it. I, I do hope you take this room. Yeah, no. And then, and then you think, okay, let's look at the curtains. Are those blackout curtains? Because that's a very big window in a bedroom. <laughs> Okay, so some pros to convince you to take this room is that um, you get your own ensuite. That's all white tile. Yeah. You will have your own, like, if when I'm upstairs, I'll be with all of the kids and everybody else. No, I will. It's just naturally. Yeah, but can I tell you something? This is the main floor bathroom in which all the kids are shitting in during the day. No, it's not It's not it as is, bad. and you know it. Okay, secondly, this, this room has no actual bed. There's no headboard and no bed. It's underneath the window. Okay. So the curtains don't even close. You see that looking up close? Yeah, I, I do see, see that. It. I do see it. Upon do. reflection, when you look closer, it's like, well, how does that curtain it's close? It's got no headboard. I it's do see It's got no it. headboard, so it's probably a rolly bed. But, but made very nicely. Take, yeah, made very nice. If you if you take this room, you get an actual bed. I see that. You have to look at these details. Like, it's got, your room also only has one side table. One side table. That suggests to me that it's probably quite small. Yeah. I can see. And then, and then this other room is like, it's just like. Bloop, put in this side, this side of the room. It does, it's not, the mirror is not above it. There's no symmetry. Yeah, I know. I see that. And there's some kind of table at the very end. It's very, everything's very squished. And what's the deal at Airbnbs not giving you any dresser to put your clothes in? What, why, why are you forced to live out of your suitcase? Do you understand that? Yeah. It's I, bothersome this, to I think, me. I think this might be the room I want. Obviously. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Baby, Baby Bailey's Bible Bonkers. Bonkers.